Welcome back to another episode of the Running Back Podcast. I am your host, Aaron Alexander, alongside Coach Ali. Hello. <laughs> this man already coming in with the shit. <laughs> <laughs> and the infamous Uncle uh, E. What's going on, man? What's up? What's up? Dry ass, what's up? Hey, man. Hey, man. You over here laughing. I'm like trying to keep the composure like this, man. <laughs> hey, look. So we got a pretty big show today. I'm actually pretty, you know, for us to be in this kind of weird time in sports, you know, where everything is kind of focused on a draft. We're kind of in this... Uh, it's like weird area of the NBA. It's not quite that last push to, you know, push to the playoffs just yet. But there's actually a lot of a lot of sports stuff to to get to in the middle of this. Plus, I'm very excited. I have a very, very exciting Twitter story to bring you guys later on. In the, that in better the episode, be good. Talk about this. Hey, man. I know, right? It, if, it if, is, if, you, if you bring it and my reaction is like stale. Well, <laughs> I'm telling you, this is. If I, if I, don't, be, if I don't burst, burst out laughing. This bro. is going to be the best Twitter story that I've given on the show. All right. I mean, you only had 12 episodes. Exactly. It's going to be the best one. Episode 12, y'all. Episode 12, man. Episode 12. It's going to be a 20 soon. It's crazy. Yeah. We're in there, man. Man, but today, you know, April 13th, actually. Man, what? What? What the fuck? Oh, oh, before we get into our today in history, we've got to put our heads down and, you know... We want to give our thoughts and prayers to the Simmons family and uh, maybe rest uh, DMX in peace. He uh, did not make it, sadly, but his music, his uh, spiritual essence, his, uh, his overall, and we were going to miss him. We're going to miss him. Yeah, He's man, DMX. It's, a, uh, yeah. it's a rough time. You know, we uh, <clears throat> we were kind of watching it happen live when we were recording our last show. Mm-hmm. Um and we were trying to keep tabs on it. We didn't want to say anything until things were confirmed. But right after we got done recording, I believe either that next morning, um, it, it was confirmed by both his management team and TMZ. So mm-hmm. like he said, you know, uh, we want to send our thoughts and prayers out to the Simmons family and uh, close friends. And, you know, while DMX is gone, the art lives on forever. Very, 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 very true. Yeah. Influential. Very yeah. influential, man. All right. Um, let's start off with some uh, today in history. You want to start? Oh yeah. yeah. So t- uh, April thirteenth, actually, really big day in the NBA. So, and both of these actually happened in twenty sixteen. All right. All right. All right. All right. <clears throat> so two, two, two. Oh, double today in history. I thought you know both of these were worth mentioning. So, uh, first and foremost, uh, today in two thousand sixteen, Kobe Bryant. Uh, plays his final uh, NBA game and drops 60 on the Utah Jazz. Almost made the playoffs, but, you know. They was not going to play. They, 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 they missed it by I mean, if game. Utah would have won, they would have made the playoffs, but <laughs> Lakers was not. I mean, I, mean, I, I love Kobe, but he not, they was not going to play. <laughs> Kobe had a story tale, a, a fairy tale, excuse me, a fairy tale send off to his NBA career. The Mamba out, obviously, one of the most iconic, you know, send offs to an mm-hmm. NBA career we've had, you know, definitely more memorable than Paul Pierce. Um, <laughs> you ain't Kobe. Paul. <laughs> so, uh, rest, yeah. rest in power, Kobe. Yes, rest in power to the Mamba. And uh, today, also 2016, a little earlier in the day, Damn. The Golden State Warriors Man, actually. They don't talk about that. <laughs> oh, actually, let's talk about that. Because they lost their blue they became, lead to the Cleveland Cavaliers and gave us our first championship. To well, the that, city that happened in June. That didn't happen today. But well, today, well, uh, no, well, I don't care. It led to that shit. I don't care. 
So today they became <laughs> this guy. They became you know the watching it besides the Golden State Warriors fans, and everyone else was watching Kobe drop sixty. Well, Golden State had. I don't care. So you're saying today they were? They That's when they won the set. You know, they won game number seventy three and became by record the best team in NBA history. Seventy three and nine. But I then mean. proceeded yes to. It don't mean a thing if you don't got a ring. You know what? <laughs> I think the best shirt I've ever seen <clears throat> was a. Uh, Seventy three and nine is nice, but seventy two and ten got a better ring to it. Yeah. I don't know. LeBron's ultimate warrior t shirt that he wore getting off the plane after they won that, that was pretty Damn. it was a good time, man. Man. The the shirt wars that were going on between the Cavs and Warriors was a great little underlying story that was going on twenty twenty sixteen might have been the best NBA season that we've ever seen. I don't know. I mean twenty thirteen was nice. Twenty twelve was good too. Shut up. Just saying. 2006? I think it was an even better one. I mean, but I mean, 2016, you got the best dunk contest ever. You got Kobe's final game, Tim Duncan's final season. You got the Warriors winning 73 games. I mean, you got to be one of the most. <laughs> Didn't he tell us? That every day? I mean, this is a, it was an alarm. I have an alarm for something else. I'm sorry, bro. For 9.33? It's a prayer time, so. <sighs> Sorry, my guy. We got a pause. No, go ahead. I can do that after. I'm, we're done. <laughs> right, you going Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So April thirteenth, huge day, <laughs> sports. Um, but like I mentioned, we have a huge show today. Very excited to get into it. So I'll leave you and take us into our first segment. First segment of the podcast today will be some <laughs> NFL news. Big news. Uh, Julian Elderman. Finally retires um, from the NFL. Walks away from the game of football. Well, he walked away because he had a failed physical. I but, mean, yeah. But, and, like, anybody have, like, any question marks about that? Like, what? <laughs> what did you see what Gronk said? What? Gronk said that he that he believes there's a 69% chance that he comes to play in Tampa Bay. Why? Six, okay. This is Gronk. I don't know. Because it's Gronk. I mean, I thought about that, too. But, like, but, like. No one ever thought like man, like he a failed physical was the reason why you retired. Like what? Because well, well, he had that knee injury two years ago, and he's just never been able to get it right. I mean, the doctors have said that he basically, like he can, he is physically able <clears throat> at the moment to go and play football, but they don't expect that he would be able to play more than seven games. They're never gonna add an extra game, right? So. And now you're seventeen games, so. That's tough. That's tough. Well, I mean, with this retirement coming so abruptly, does he solidify Hall of Fame? I, don't I think, think he needs solidify. Tries to get in there. You think so? If he if he gets in, it's gonna take a couple. It's gonna tries. take a couple tries. Because has Julian Edelman ever been the best at what he does? I mean, he did get a Super Bowl MVP. He, but that's because he caught the mo- one of the most important passes in of <laughs> Super Bowl. Because in the it was the it was the thirteen three Super Bowl right when they played the Rams he caught the yeah. only tu- he caught the only touchdown. <laughs> That's so sad. Yeah, so I mean he's a great receiver, but I don't know if I can put him in the top fifteen, top twenty. I don't think I can put him in the. Hall. Oh, I mean top fifteen, top twenty. That's like that's a different conversation. I'm saying, but like I feel like I mean I don't think he's ever been anything other than like the model for an unathletic white receiver. I mean, we have Cole oh, Beasley. Athletic. I mean, Cole Beasley is a 
bit more athletic than, than Julian Edelman. Okay, that, okay, that's fair, but I don't think he's unathletic. He's <laughs> <laughs> a receiver. That's a, that's a bit of uh, unathletic. I mean, like when, you, when you talk about unathletic receivers, I feel like Julian Edelman is the first player that comes to a lot of people's mind. Do you really think unathletic receivers go to the same sentence? Like, yes. Okay. Julian Edelman. Okay. Like that's, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, mean, I agree I with that. Uh-huh. I mean, because I don't think he's ever, like I said, he's never been the best at what he does. I mean, even just purely being a slot receiver. I mean, Wes Welker is probably, you know, Tom Brady got to play with him too. And Wes Welker was way better at what he did than Julian Edelman is. So. What about that other dude he played with? He, 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 he played. Yeah, yeah, yeah even Danny Amendola, production-wise, was up there. He didn't have the same longevity as Julian Edelman, but when he came in, he was taking snaps away from Julian. That's you, you're making this tough because I mean, <laughs> so no, he's not a Hall of Famer. He's the a Hall of he's going to go in the same <laughs> the um, Hall of with, Very good, very good. He's going to be in there with Eli Manning. And I mean, whoa, whoa, whoa. Eli Manning's a Hall of Famer. No, he's not. He's a Hall. Eli no, yeah, Manning's a Hall of Famer. He's not going first. He's not. If he does make it, he's not going to go first ballot. He's going to go in a weak class because yeah, he has two Super Bowls and he has his two Super Bowls over time. Hall of he's has, a Hall Tom, of has Eli Manning ever been the best quarterback in the league? Has Eli Manning ever been a top three quarterback in the league? He's yeah. got no MVPs. He's never led the league in any statistical category other than passing yards one time when he had Odell Beckham and was just chucking that bitch up to him. Not gonna lie to you. Some people even say like, I, I, I think he's a Hall of, uh, I think he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. But some people would the defense say he won, won that the, first Super Bowl. By the some way, some people so. say he won those Super Bowls on accident. <laughs> you know what I mean, saying? I mean that one pass he got to Plasco Burris. I mean, I don't think that's an accident. I mean, Hakeem Nick's catch was an accident. <laughs> but the hey, look now, what I will give him credit for is that what that third and thirteen that he threw down the left side of the seam. That that ball that's, that's the best. That's one of the best throws, not of his career, but like that's happened in a Super Bowl. That was, that's one of the most accurate throws that's ever happened. But I mean, he's never played particularly well. So I don't know. I don't think he's a if he makes it, it's going to take him like two tries. He'll be, you know, Philip Rivers may get in there before him with no Super Bowl. Shut the fuck up. Philip Rivers got the records, man. Just throwing things, bro. He also had Antonio Gates, though. <laughs> And LT for a little bit. Hey, Eli Manning had Odell. We'll talk about that uh, LT later. <laughs> 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 um, the other news we got uh, Jadavion Clowney. Uh, sources saying that he may be getting closer and closer to a deal with the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, so he came to visit last week um, uh-huh. and he left the building with no deal. Um, but he is coming back for a second visit uh, Wednesday, and so it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see um, what goes on. Both sides are expected to get a deal done. I think the the sense that I got from it is that Andrew Barry gave him a number lower than what he was expecting to get, and then when he left, he left to see if he would get something better. And either he got a better number from a team that's like. Nah, <laughs> I'm not going to play there. Or he got the same or less money. So I, mean, I expect them to sign him. Does he guys make Cleveland Browns a better team? Yeah. Um, he helps Miles Garrett a lot because they usually double team him. Every I mean, time, okay. And then now you, you got to like kind of like not double I mean, team he's Miles better, Garrett. He's every one time. of the best run stuffing 
DNs in the in the league. Plus, he can play stand up linebacker if need be. But he is injury prone. I mean, but we don't need him to play every down. We have Tack McKinley. We have Andrew Billings. We yeah, have tacky, yeah, we got Tacky Tacky. Yeah. I mean, you're looking at we a guy got, like no, nine Tack games. McKinley, not Tacky Tacky. Nine games. I mean, we just have him too. Nine games this season. I'm, I'm projecting. Well, um, you have to understand, he, his snaps are going to drop significantly from what he's had to do in the past. In Seattle and in Houston, he was yeah, he's playing like, every he's, single He's going to play more than nine games because he's going to... He's split never, time, bro. Yeah, reducing the amount of sta- snaps he's going to take. So, and if they don't have a 4-3 going on, he's probably not even going to be on the field. So, I mean, he's going to come in certain situations. He's going to help out. Like I said, he's, he helps with our run defense immensely. Yes. Like... That's that's what we're missing because Larry Ogunjobi, while he is good, he's a pass rushing D tackle, and that's not what we need because he overruns. Well, we need him, but we need more of a well, no, because we have Miles Garrett, we have our linebackers for that. They can get to the passer. I don't need my nose tackle to be a, a specialist to get to the passer. I need when somebody comes up the A gap, I need you to be able to tackle him and not overrun it or go completely left and get fooled on the counter. So he's only twenty eight. You gotta remember, he kept getting hurt like every other season. Bro, I thought he was like, <laughs> with JJ Watt numbers, bro. No, nah, he. <laughs> oh, he he <laughs> kept getting hurt a lot, man. Like, because that was what, uh, the, yeah, South Carolina, that Michigan, South Carolina was twenty fourteen or twenty thirteen. But that was felt like so long ago. <laughs> yeah, he's getting old. Hey, man, look, and we're not paying him like a number one overall pick. You know, we're gonna pay him. Basically, bottom dollar money. So bring in, bring in. You think he take like a veteran minimum? I don't think he, he takes no, that low. But I mean, will. I think anything less than six million dollars is a bargain. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. So you think, you think it's a one year deal? Probably. I mean, it makes sense. Same one year cap. deal, hit Same free agency do. and real free agency. Yeah. You know. So I mean, I like what the Browns been doing, man. We got a our defense is. I mean, overall. we can't really argue with the numbers because like he only had. Pretty much, play only eight games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one for like only one forced fumble. Mm, not a lot of uh, <laughs> you mumbling like this shit. Well, hard to read, man. Not a lot of tackles. I mean, he only had he had nineteen combined, uh, fourteen solo, five assisted, and four tackles for losses. I mean, you can't pay a lot of guy. That's what I'm saying. You can't. You can't pay that. But he based, also, on, based off of the last that last season, you can't, I can't. I mean, but he's also still been able to be a top ten guy in terms of QB pressures. That's fair enough. Fair enough. So it, it, numbers is not always the 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 truth. In the, in yeah, the, I mean, a lot of guys aren't able to finish off sacks, or you know, like I said, sometimes. I mean, and that Seattle team that he was playing for is just dog shit. So yeah, I mean, so, so yeah. So we'll see. Um Hopefully, uh, if we if we if the Browns do get him, he can be productive in some ways. I trust the black man from Harvard, boy Andrew Barry. <laughs> yeah, he's been doing making moves. The man uh, hasn't taken a loss. Yeah, so. <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, what? Oh, I ain't say nothing, man. What, 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 all right. What's the next? <laughs> uh, Justin Fields, his second pro day. It's coming yeah. up, right? He got it. Uh, it's tomorrow. Actually. Tomorrow. Okay, there you go. Two Wednesday. Yeah, he, he his second pro day is tomorrow. He'll be uh, doing some situational throwing, so he'll be throwing off the run, different uh, packages. And uh, the 49ers, Kyle Shanahan, is going to be uh, in attendance of his second pro day. He couldn't make it to the first one, um, but he was very adamant about making sure that he was in Columbus for this one. Mm. Interesting. 
And you I know heard, they, you know, Falcons are looking there too. Yeah, so Jimmy G might be on the on the move with uh, Justin Fields, Lance, and San Fran. Well, you remember they moved Heaven and Earth to get to number three. Then they did they make some uh, draft day changes for mm-hmm. them. So we'll see uh, what's going on with the Forty um, Niners. Actually, with Justin Fields, have y'all heard of the? Uh, do y'all know what the Goldman exam is? No. The what? The Goldman exam. No. Can you okay. Explain that on the podcast. So have you have you heard of the Wonderlick before? Uh, no. Okay. So <laughs> the Wonderlick exam is essentially like the NFL's version of like, you know, you ever get on the computer and play like those brain teaser games where it's like, you know, spot the difference, you know, oh, okay. recall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So the Goldman exam is a much more science based version of that. So there's like six different parts to it. It's situational recall and memory. Um, uh, what else? Some analysis play breakdown and like a few other uh, a few other different parts of the test. So basically, as we've been talking about in the show, Justin Fields, for whatever reason, has been falling in this like in a lot of people's mock drafts. And like they've had him going behind Mac Jones, sometimes behind Trey Lance, which none of us has seemed to understand based on watching the game. He's definitely the top two quarterback in this draft. Right. <laughs> and the, the craziest thing is so that Mark Sanchez was on um, the Pat McAfee show and Mark Sanchez does a lot of film breakdown and quarterbacks and all that. He's actually pretty good at it. I mean, I guess when you've played the position, even if you didn't play it well, <laughs> you can you can see talent and all of that. And um, so with the Goldman exam, Justin Fields. Oh, so by the way, just to kind of give some credibility, uh, the guy who invented this two PhD sports psychologist worked with a bunch of guys. And this test has been taken by 6,500 people, including Lamar Jackson, Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, and, uh, and Aaron Rodgers as a few notable names, Justin Fields scored. So anything over a hundred is considered good. Like it's considered pretty, pretty good. The test is out of 150. Justin Fields scored 130 on the recall portion of the test, which is the highest score that has ever been recorded of these 6,500 people. So. That's pretty good. Pretty good stuff. Justin Fields might have himself a photographic memory or his ability to break down what he reads is just fucking nuts. Yeah, it was like nano speed. Because with some of those names on there, like I think he said, they said Pat Mahomes got a 108, Josh Allen got a, or Lamar Jackson got a 110, Aaron Rodgers got like a 112 or something like that, and Justin Fields got a 130, bro. Impressive. It's very impressive. Lamar so. Jackson is really good. He did do good on the recall, man. Lamar Jackson got good recall. But yeah, that's that's pretty nice. Um, hopefully he does well on his pro day so he can uh raise his stock and make sure he uh uh knocks down the naysayers about what his uh quote unquote character issues. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't I never I, I don't understand. I mean a guy with the DUIs. I'm pretty sure. I pretty <laughs> sure that's never had an off the field issue. I yeah. mean, I hope he does well because Ohio State hasn't really been producing. We produce everything but quarterbacks, man. Right, and it's like it's weird. It's starting to get like. I think he's bit. got a chance to be the first good one, but then again, I said the same thing about Dwayne Haskins, so I'm not going to jinx nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I said the same thing about Troy Smith. I was like, yeah, we, 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 he, he was good, but I was like, hey, man. I, after Troy Smith, I was like, I was always misguided. What about Cardell? Who? Cardell Jones? Um, I man, I love Cardell, but his height in the NFL was being a backup in Buffalo. Yeah. I mean, he was tearing it up in the XFL. 
Or no, he was balling. No, the uh, the AAF. That's what it no, was. No, no, no. It was XFL. It was XFL. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. They come back um, this later this year. Hey, <laughs> shout out. To we the love Rock, Cardell man. Jones. Hey man, show him what you can do. Get yourself back to the league, man. <laughs> I mean, this man won it. <laughs> Let's move on to the uh, another part of our NFL news: draft day trades. Aaron, you have some trades that you wanted to bring yeah. up. So Bleacher Report put out an article of uh, like the seven most likely trades that are going to go down on draft night. And seven. I think it was interesting to bring up because the Browns are involved in a couple of these and the Ravens are involved in the very first one on this list. So pull it up. So the very first one, uh, this is coming, like I said, this is coming from Bleach Report from uh, Christopher Knox of Bleach Report. So shout out to Christopher Knox for this. Uh, so the first one on here is the Ravens trade Orlando Brown to Minnesota. So as some of you may know, Orlando Brown uh, played left tackle uh, this past season um, because of an injury on the Ravens team. Played quite well. Yeah, I think you could attest to that, that he played uh, pretty good over there at left tackle. Yes. Yes, he did. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, for those of you who don't know, left tackles on average make about double what right tackles I mean, make. I think it's one of the most important positions on the line. Yeah. I mean, that's your quarterback's blind side most of the time. I mean... Unless he's a lefty. Yeah. So, I mean, of the guys starting, I mean, just Tua. Yeah. <laughs> so, he wants to get paid like a left tackle because he did it and did it well. Uh, but the Ravens don't want to give him left tackle money, which is understandable. <laughs> Lamar Jackson's going to be due for some money here soon, and, you know, you want money to sign your guys, so I understand. But they're going to... Uh, in this... Uh, projected trade. He goes to they trade Orlando Brown and number 27 uh, to Minnesota in exchange for the 14th overall pick, the 125th overall pick, and a second round pick in 2022. Dang, that's pretty good. Dude, would you be happy with that? Baltimore Ravens fan, will you take that deal? I mean, I want a receiver, right? Mm -hmm. And I think this is probably one of the better receiving classes to come out of the draft coming up. It is pretty strong. So if we do, that's pretty nice. That's pretty nice, right? <laughs> but I think we could get better. I'm not going to say like we get 14. 14th overall. I mean, that's good, but I think we could get that. Puts you back in the lottery. That's a, that's a lottery pick, bro. I know, but like maybe. And then 125 is what a, a fourth rounder, like a mid fourth round. And a, a second round pick next year? I don't know how you turn don't turn it. I mean, he's really losing one person. And he doesn't want to be there because you're not paying him. But like, and you're getting your left tackle back, so you don't need him. And he already said he's not going back to play right tackle. He said, fuck that position. <laughs> it's a tough one. It's a tough one. But like. But you think y'all can get more? I, I think we can get more, but I also believe that. The teams ahead of us aren't looking for wide receivers. So you think somebody will fall? Yeah. I mean, maybe. I don't think you'll get one of the guys. Like, I don't think you'll get one of those top guys, but I mean. I think you can get a gem. For sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, Kadarius, Tony, Rondell Moore, one of those guys. They could be available at the time you pick. So uh, the next one on this list is David Njoku uh, getting traded to the Jets. So the Browns yeah, trade. A, a Bears world time in New York. <laughs> <laughs> so, but this isn't for number two overall, obviously. This is for their 23rd overall pick. 
So still but, another first rounder. I mean, you could definitely flip that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's a pretty good trade value. It's just, just a player for pick. It's, it's David Njoku and 26 for 23. Oh, that's... No, that's awful. Yeah. No, that's a joke. I, mean, that's a, I thought he was just a player and then we get a pick. No, I thought that was like, no. no never mind. Uh, scratch that. <laughs> what? Giving up Njoku? And a and pick? pick? For to one pick? Okay, no. For one pick? For now, one pick? This is the thing. Now, to the Jets, too? Depending like on the you saying the Jets, like that's somebody we gotta be worried about. You know what I'm saying? Like Jets, like I'm I mean, but look, we we get them, we trade them out of the division, so that's number one. I think it's gonna be if somebody is there at 23 or around 23. If one of those top cornerbacks, if J.C. Horn or, or Caleb Farley or any of those guys are around there at 23, I absolutely think it's worth it. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. Yeah, right. so we got to wait and see. So the next one is the Patriots trading Stephon Gilmore to Cleveland. What the fuck? So, That's a steal. so the Browns get Stephon Gilmore. Now, obviously, this would be assuming that the Browns would be willing to extend him because this is that's basically what Stephon Gilmore has said. He he was a defensive player of the year. He wants to be paid like defensive player. Of the year. He wants to get his that, that money. So. We would get Stephon Gilmore and the Patriots would get back the 89th overall pick. So our third, our first third round pick that we have. And then a third round pick in 2022. You know, Browns are taking that deal, but I don't know if the Patriots are going to take that deal. I think the Patriots would be stupid if they let yeah, that happen. I, I mean, the Browns, that's a, that's a steal, but I don't think the Patriots. Especially all the revamping they did. Yeah. I mean, they've been trying to, look, the Patriots have been trying to move Gilmore. They don't want to extend him because they don't want to pay him the money that he's going to be asking for. Because um, they're not anywhere. They haven't even had contract extension talks. And this is the last year of Gilmore's contract. So, I mean, they could get something back for him because he's going to walk next year either way. Facts. But that's too little to like. To like. That's too little to like. Give up. I don't know, man. Or like not too little, too little to gain. Yeah, there we go. That's too little to gain. And then the rest of these are kind of, except the, there's one more that I want to mention because the rest of them are kind of stupid. The Broncos uh, trade up to number four, and in exchange for number nine, number forty, and number one fourteen, and a second round pick next year. Hmm. So Fuck this, that. What? This is assuming the Broncos would trade up to get a quarterback. I don't know. But damn, giving up 940 and 114? Yeah. yeah. Fuck that. Fuck that. And next year, second round? Fuck that. Yeah, and the second round next year. I mean, four ain't that valuable, my guy. So, yeah. So, um, that's, that's kind of wild. <laughs> man, man. Whoever the Broncos GM is, man, they fucking nuts. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. What's going on. Yeah, um, in other news, we got WrestleMania. Um, oh, oh you know, yeah. We, we want to talk about other two other sports besides you know basketball and football and maybe a dab of soccer. A little but, dab uh, of soccer. You know, we want to give some other notable news this time. We got uh, WrestleMania. Uh, you got you have the yes, topic on that again. Man, I, I, this is one of the one of the things I wanted to bring up just because you know Michael Cole, he's an announcer on the. On uh, WWE's main roster, and uh, he made the call. He said, "This is the first time in WrestleMania history." And, you know, we don't really dabble in wrestling, or 
you know, you know, and that type of feel. But this this broke. This really touched me. He said this is the first time in WrestleMania history that the title, the women's title will be between two black women. It was Sasha time. Banks mm-hmm. and Bianca Bella. And I was just like, Bianca Bella, that's a dope name. That's <laughs> nice little that's pretty dope. That's you pretty know. Dope. <laughs> no, street ever become a rapper, that's pretty nice. But I mean, really think about it. Like, like I, we, we watch wrestling back in our youth and even sometimes. Which, you know, like, yeah, the Rey Mysterio era, man, was amazing. That was nice. You Stuff, know? man. Do y'all <laughs> remember, like, can y'all, like, off the, off, like, off, can you guys remember, like, a black female wrestler at, like, the peak? No, no. I mean, if I had to just do black wrestlers, I can only, I couldn't probably name more than like four or five. Yeah, all right. I have to do one. Yeah, and even like if you said The Rock, that'd be tough because he can, he really identifies as Simone most times. Yeah, usually. Yeah, so that's like. I mean, you got Booker T. It's Booker yeah. T. Yeah, Bobby Henry. Lashley. Mm-hmm. Bobby Lashley. Yeah, he's been. Uh, he been uh, who else did I have? I stuff. And you see how tough it is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Come uh, on, babe. <laughs> come on, come on, yeah. Oh, I mean, our oh, truth. Come on, oh yeah, our about our truth. Yeah, oh, come on, <laughs> Shelton <laughs> Benjamin. I'm helping you guys. Who? Shelton Benjamin. Not familiar. I haven't heard that name in forever, and I played the 2007, which is the best WWE game I've ever played. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I remember. I remember. I remember him. He was a yeah, blonde hair, right? At one point. Yeah, yeah, he's going with that gold standard I'm crap. Who was the, who was the uh, Jamaican dude? Kofi Kingston. Oh, Kofi Kingston. Oh, that was my dude. He ain't Jamaican yeah. no more, man. Oh, he, he got Nia, but he played off the Jamaican dude for like six years. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, he's legit from Africa. <laughs> he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to play this Jamaican thing real quick. Yeah, that was a tough one. <laughs> and then he came out, I was like, what? Hmm? Like, it was like 2009, where he like, just like kept going and then like. He kept going to like. Yeah, 2009 was like the last bit of it going into 2010. It was over. Yeah, and that was kind of that was kind of it. Yeah, it was kind of. But that's yeah. that was, you fooled me though. I was like, damn. I think more recently we're starting to see black wrestlers, and even more recently we're starting to see black. Yeah, this is minority wrestlers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, you know, Latinos, the Latinx community, they get a go for it because they, you know, that's in the that's you know, in their culture. Yeah, that's in the culture. Yeah. I ran cereal. Damn, damn my guy. Are, are they gonna become wrestling fans again? I might yeah. continue. I mean, I mean, I could. The reason why I dropped out of wrestling because they got, got too dramatic. Like the cutscenes, you know. <laughs> at first, it was like you know, short. It was sweet. It got to the point, and now it's just like I don't know. I was like, uh, it, the, yeah, it's it a little too so awkward for me. You sound like it's getting too theatrical. Yeah, it's too I was like, much. Just, you know, either make it like more like you know, in the nineties and like early two thousands. Yeah, man. Like I think the last time I watched wrestling, like Rey Mysterio and like Batista, they were they were tag team partners. That's like oh, that the was last. That was like a good. Two three months of just for not like I, I was the, tuned in every Monday. I think the last <laughs> one I really can remember I watched like an entirety was like the when DX came on like a reunion show. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah so like it was one of those reunion, uh, reunion shows when they had like a lot of the past wrestlers come on every once in a while. I was like that's pretty much the last thing I can remember. Yeah, that was. I, mean, like I, mean, I see some clips and like like somebody else do, but I never watched a full show. Since then. Yeah, it, it, it got weird, man. Like, yeah. I, like I said, after that Rey Mysterio Hardy Brothers era, it kind of. Oh, he came. Back. The Hardy Brothers came back. You know? Yeah, oh, yeah man. they're in AEW now, right? No, no, no. no, 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 no Jeff WWE. Hardy's there. Jeff Hardy's in WWE, but Matt Hardy left again. Again? Oh wow, wow. tough. He, well. You know, you know, creativity and crap like that. But you know, it's it's tough. It's tough. Like, 
You know, I can, you I'm know. get back into watching wrestling, man. I'm yeah, gonna show. give it a shot. I'm gonna put an episode. I'll see what happens. We, we, we a sports show, okay? Yeah. <laughs> we pride ourselves on diversifying. All right, other news. We also have talk about the Masters. Uh, first oh. Japanese player to win the Masters, uh, Hideki Matsuyama. I was um, not bad. You got through that pretty smoothly. Yeah, actually. You know, I've been practicing. You know, hey, shout out, bro! Uh, but, uh, congratulations to him. You know, the first person to do it. Like I said, from a Japanese player to do it. Yeah, it's um, crazy. Making man. history, I, I, you know. And that was his first major. Like, his first major tournament was, like, the tournament, and he won. I thought he had, like, a small tournament, and then it was Yeah, a, so, he, so he's, um, he like he's along the way. He's played, he's played a couple, so he's got, um, he's got six, like, PGA Tour wins, mm-hmm. but they, they haven't been, like, major tournaments. Like oh, okay, he, okay, I got you. Um, he came close at the U.S. Open, but he tied at the, uh, at the U.S. Open in 2018. 2017? 2017. Okay. Um, yeah, because he tied with um, uh, Brooks Kepka. Um, but yeah, and then he was killing it over in Japan, and then he's got a couple amateur wins, but like in his first major, mm. comes out, wins. On what, kudos to you, man. Good which job. Which is like man. the hardest course, man. This is a tough course. Man, to Masters, I don't watch the golf as much as uh, other people, but um, I do tend to watch. The Masters every once in a while. Hey man, when that Masters weekend come up, them <laughs> them three days of April, bro, you crack a Heineken. That shit's great. Yeah man, he got eleven and a half million dollars too for that dub. I mean, purely off the tournament, not even sponsorship dollars. Yeah, you know? just the tournament. Have to check I mean, the PGA if I, if for, for if I have a kid, you might play golf. No cap. And a green blazer. The green blazer is just. It's a nice green too. You got that forever. Yeah, it's it's not like good green colors, but that blazer. You in good company. Not everybody gets a green blazer. A A lot of niggas make the PGA Tour. Everybody don't get that green blazer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's move on to uh, baseball. You know, we don't dabble in baseball too much, but uh, uh, hit us up with some more (laughs) baseball stuff, uh, Aaron. Hey, listen. So y'all know I've been a fan of my boy Shohei Otani, man. I've been talking about him. He's revolutionizing baseball. So pitchers... Are not known for hitting the ball. Obviously, that's not that's not what they do. They they pitch. They usually they pinch hit. They bunt. You know. Yeah. Take, take the true, take the true. yeah. So that sacrifice I mean, fly. No. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, in the American League, uh, they don't even they don't even bat. National League, <laughs> National League, the pitchers go up and they'll bat and they can get subbed out um, the second rotation through the lineup. But American League, you have a DH from the beginning. But Shohei Otani right now is. Batting a uh, 333. So he's essentially, he is getting and he's hitting 33% of the pitches he's seeing, which is phenomenal. That's like pretty much a, 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 for a pitcher, that's like incredible. He's just below like gold standard. He's got three home runs on the year. So he's tied for 12th in the league. He's tied for fourth in RBIs mm. with 11. And then he's got an on-base percentage of 1.11, which is tied for 16th as a pitcher. <laughs> Not to mention yesterday, he had a bases clearing double that won them the game. I mean, Shohei Otani is taking baseball by storm. Shout out to Japan, man. Japan's Japan's all, Raptors, they, they, man. Japan been doing baseball for years. Like, Japan well, I understand, baseball. but like, right now, they it's been a big weekend for Japan. <laughs> <laughs> Japan. I know they're going crazy. Parades and stuff. <laughs> you know, it's, it's crazy out there. But yeah, shout out Shohei Otani, man. Uh, any other news for MLB? Or, uh, yeah, I, was, I just wanted to uh, brag okay. about Shohei Otani, man. <laughs> um, our producers are telling us we are going to a quick commercial break. Uh, we'll be right back after this message. 
back to the show. I want to thank you for, for coming, hanging around with us. Um, we are going to transition over into some NBA news. Actually, a decent bit of... Uh, yeah, we have a nice little chunk. So, uh, so, so yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, uh, first things first, we're going to do some Jamal Murray. Um, <sighs> tough, tough. And he got injured. End of the game, basically. They was down nine. It was like 50 some seconds left. <sighs> that yeah, always so, hurts the worst, like when it's at the end of a game. Yeah, it, and it came official today. The official the official injury was the torn ACL. So he's out officially indefinitely. And so are the nuggets. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, I think T's and peace to Jamal Murray, but yeah, no, nah, the nuggets is I don't unless like uh we were talking earlier, unless um the uh, Aaron Gordon and Michael uh, <laughs> 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 You gonna start distracting Aaron Gordon? They was under well, until last night. They was undefeated before the loss. Oh, <laughs> that, that was a good one. That, that was. But a good if, one. if the other guys step up, then maybe they get have a, a chance. They have mm-hmm. enough guys that could potentially step up. You know, this is now gonna put more shots in Michael Porter Jr.'s hands, who we all acknowledge as a pretty you know good. And he stepped up. It's just a bubble, so yeah, mm-hmm. right. Um, you know, Will Barton is serviceable. Uh, Monte Morris is like a 12 point ish, 12, 13 point per game score, you know, playing behind Jamal Murray. Aaron Gordon is, hey. I mean, I'm pretty sure he averaging like 15, ain't he? IT, uh, bro. He was, it's, it's pretty good, uh, numbers for Aaron Gordon. IT, bro. They need you now. They need you right now. Your 10 day contract up, they gonna need you. It is up. And the Pelicans are in no rest to resign him, so that would be interesting to have him in Denver. You imagine? I never heard somebody go from like Back one day and they contract to the next team for another ten day. <laughs> hey man, they, they need to stop disrespecting Isaiah Thomas. Actually, How much Isaiah get Thomas paid for a ten day contract. You think? I, I feel know, like it's a hundred. Okay, I gotta know. I feel like that's the most you can make is 100k on a 10 day contract. But Seriously? I be, Damn, I gotta. I need to work on my jump shot more. Yeah, because yeah. uh, I mean, this NBA they got money. I mean, if this is the in the league, I don't think they can pay that. Much. I mean, if it produces Celtics it form for that, I don't think he team, gets back to Boston uh, it. Uh, it's it's a nice it's a nice story, man. Like let's say he takes him to the finals. Back, I don't think he can of do the Western it. Conference because the way the NBA is played right now mm-hmm. and the way like he's getting older. One for one and two, I don't think teams are really want to. Take that chance because well, a team without a point guard that that they just lost like the, Jamal Murray's out. They just lost him. They won't take a chance on a guy like but, it. Are you but are you gonna give him enough touches, enough minutes, enough over Will Barton? Fuck yeah! Okay. Like for like, I want to bring back the Boston it. Well, I mean, because Boston know. it had the ball half the time. Like I mean, we the balls right? for like half the possession. I mean, think about it. Right, you play him with. Nikola Jokic, Nikola, Nikola, yeah. uh, Jokic. Uh, <laughs> you playing with Jokic. Jokic? He got Nikola Jokic. Can't say Vucevic, but okay. okay. You playing with Jokic, <laughs> who's a very you know pass first kind of guy. Very much so. Nine and, assists a game. You know what I'm saying? I was averaging triple double. So see what I'm saying? So I and don't see how winning. he wouldn't get touches. I'm sure the team would be willing to you know let go of the touches from Aaron Gordon. 
But would they be willing like, to let him go from Michael Porter? That's somebody. Nah, Michael know. Porter needs his title. He's the only other like real like option other than Jokic. Like it really is that. Yeah. Oh, by the way, with ten day contracts, so the if you so it goes by year. You can make you can essentially make more a year, but um, the least amount of money that you will make is about eighty two thousand dollars. That is. So you know, it's funny. That's the upper middle class. People yeah. don't want to make eighty. And that's if you have one or like a year or less in NBA. So if you get picked up from a, you know, from one of the uh, foreign team or, you know, you are in the NBA or you're in the G League and get 10 day contract, you're going to get $82,000. However, if you have more than six years of NBA experience, that goes up to $144,000. So, so I knew it was a hundred something. Was- Imagine only working 10 days a year. And How beautiful that's 82,000. Like you said, that's yeah. upper middle class, but that's comfy living. If you had a two million, eighty-two thousand dollars for ten days, because you can spend the other three hundred and fifty-five days just working out, getting ready for your ten day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I mean, coach, like, I'm ready, man. You ready? All right, ten day. Shit, that's like three games. Three games, games in the week. And think about it. You don't need no agent because, like, nigga, you only get in the ten days, so you don't right. need no agent to tell you what to do. So you keep all your money besides, you know, taxes and shit, obviously. Mm-hmm. Unless you plan in Texas, bro. Right, like, right. Unless you plan to or Florida. But shit. damn, so you get two of them. Oh my gosh! And like imagine getting that rest of the year contract. And your whole life is basketball. So like, that's what you're doing the whole life. You know, that's a million. You get a million dollars if you get signed for the rest of the season. You get the one. 1.1 minute or 1.7, no, 1. 1. right? I'm pretty sure 1.7. 1. 1.7. I mean, it's the 1. something, but it's, it's, yeah, still it's like, at least a million dollars. Yeah. You get a million dollars to seven figures for 20 days. Yeah. Are we going to have the same argument that, uh, <laughs> that, uh, Brandon Marshall did <laughs> two way 10 days? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the contracts are not guaranteed. Bro, <laughs> he was so wrong and loud. It's so hilarious, oh, bro. Man. Like, why didn't he Google it? Uh, Don't he got he got produ- our producers tell us when to go to commercial. I, I, I am athlete is a much bigger podcast than ours is. They got they got chefs. You can't you tell me they got chefs. Oh, and no, no one could have told him like brother is guaranteed. I mean Ocho tried to tell him, but you know he ain't listening to Ocho. But for some other reason, Ocho versus science, Ocho wins every time. That's true. Man. Ocho Ocho Cinco eats McDonald's constantly. You see that? Matter of fact, no, he, I was watching you? that the can the Cam Newton uh, episode. He was talking about. He was like, yeah, he doesn't he doesn't. Eat healthy at all, basically. He was like, Cam was like, bro, you gotta do I mean, like, I don't know. Like, I always thought, like, can you out train a diet? Maybe. I mean, but I feel like you have to be really, really, really consistent and really, really mentally strong. I mean, yeah, you have to. I mean, if you saw the other episode, this man said, he's like, Brandon Marshall, you're a pegatarian. A (laughs) pegatarian. He said to him, he said, he said, so, so you've been, you've been out the league, what, three years? You yeah, because you know, 2018 was... And he, and he was like, and your back still hurting? <laughs> oh, Joe versus time. <laughs> He's like, your back hurt right now, don't you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like... I don't know. I think Ocho saying I, mean, I think like, I think he's just an insane athlete. I think I think he's a spe- like he's a specimen against you know like, 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 I feel like he's one of those people like I mean, but you see bodybuilders do it too. Bodybuilders will eat like shit. But they take steroids. So I'm not No, really, no, no. no bodybuilders no, do it in season, right? You got the dirty ball. You got the dirty ball. Yeah, you got before, the dirty ball before the cut whatever, right? Yeah. So you dirty ball Get the muscle up, then, and then you, you cut, cut down right before the show. Right. Exactly. So that's that's different. This man, you know, like at least you know he got to go full season. That's what seventeen games preseason. Then you know it's it's a lot more 
You know, let's say sixteen games. Yeah, yeah. sixteen. Ga- oh my god, we got we got to stop watching games there. Every time we do it, they do have nasty ass dogs. And, and this is fucking Rob Williams. Like, who the fuck cares? But hey, chill out, bro. I'm gonna set up. Don't disrespect. Rob don't disrespect Rob. Don't disrespect Tom Lord like that, bro. He's only getting tech because like shit. They don't have any other good bigs. Hey man, he outplayed. He got hurt somehow. He, he young man. He's a third year in the league, bro. Chill. What you want to do, man? Ooh, okay. Everybody can't be Bam, my boy. Yeah, fuck yeah, no one. Everybody can't All be right. Bam. Anyway, uh, <laughs> moving on. Uh, Steph Curry is finally number one uh, scorer in Golden State history. Uh, clap it up for Steph Curry. Honestly, I really thought he already had that record. <laughs> but then again, Aaron did mention well, Chamberlain was dropping like 40 a night <laughs> back you know, in the 60s. You know, so, Steph did have a couple great runs, but he was not dropping 40 a night. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, so congratulations to Steph Curry to uh, surpassing uh, Will Chamberlain, an NBA great. And you are now the top dog in. History. Do you think he cares about? Do you think like he still leaves? Because y'all remember the rumors about him and LeBron potentially. No, he played LeBron All Star game. He's like, bro, this uh, this this is why everyone played LeBron. (laughs) This is this is why we lost to LeBron in 2016. Could you imagine? I promise you. Want to? I promise. I promise you. It was just the storyline that ESPN, like sports media in general, would have if the Nets and Lakers with LeBron and Steph Curry and AD met. Up with KD, Kyrie, and Harden. Everybody playing their ex, except for AD and Harden. Oh, who's Steph playing? KD, KD. ex, yeah, and then yeah. I mean, they sweep the rug with the Nuggets, bro. Lakers win that, but the Lakers win that in like five games. (laughs) That gentlemen, sweet. We gotta give it to them. They win that in five games, probably. They that that because like their their thing is having that offense. You think it's, you think it's an actual sweep? I think they win one. Sweep? Nah, they got they they gonna win the first one. Yeah, they probably come out win the first one. James Harden will probably come out and be like the X factor, and they'll win that. But like mm-hmm. after that, nah. Yeah, you see, oh, you talking hundred percent, like a a healthy. No one's gonna be hundred percent about in the playoffs, but in the finals. But like a healthy Steph. You talking a healthy Steph, LeBron, AD. Where do you get a chance to win at? Right now, there's no more defense without those two. No. I mean, I'm not saying Steph Curry is a defender. I'm not saying But that. the spacing alone, the come lanes for LeBron. Come, come on now. AD's going to have a chance to go one-on-one with either KD or DeAndre Jordan, old ass, or Blake Griffin. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then you got Drummond? Come on. And you got Drummond. Yeah. Hey, they yeah, maybe it is four games, <laughs> bro. Come on now, if they got Steph Curry. They they it's it's Steph so Curry winning them at least one by himself. Wait, wait, wait. Who's the two guys for the Lakers? Then are we? It don't them? matter, nigga. It could be you. <laughs> <laughs> it could be literally anyone on the roster. Oh my god! I think it'll be KCP. I assume it'd be KCP because he's a better defender on the, of the two guards. I was gonna say THT, bro. Hey, he's been getting his. He's been getting a lot of playing time lately. He ain't gonna start. He don't get like that. That's six, my boy, man. Six, Back in middle men. school, we used to. That's my guy right there, THT. Bro. He, he don't should, know. He should have been. Man, been hey, man, we we Facebook friends, dead ass. That is a fact. All right, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Aaron and company and his uh, partners buys the I Minnesota Timberwolves. Now, for me, <laughs> this is a slap in the face of KG. 
Bruh. This was like only like a week ago. Listen, I I have no like disrespect to like I, I respect A Rod and his people for doing their business, you know, still up for sale and they, they took care of business. But the Minnesota ownership, screw you guys. Um <laughs> the the final the sale doesn't go through until now they don't get the ownership until twenty twenty three or twenty twenty four. Yeah, okay. once this current like yeah, contract yeah. Yeah. yeah, once the con- contract ends for the current <clears throat> ownership they, they get it. But um so KG, uh beloved Minnesota Timberwolf. Started and ended his career there. Yeah, because he loves he loves Minnesota. I mean he talks about them almost all the time. Even like when more they, than Boston. <laughs> no, I'm saying like, he, he, I know he milks his uh, OA championship like he won 30 of them. Yeah. But, <laughs> but he loves Minnesota. Between Minnesota and Boston, I don't know who who loves more. But um, either way, he tried his best with him and his um, team of, of uh, investors and tried to buy the Minnesota Timberwolves because he said he always wanted to buy it even before he even left. And now, and then the, the deal fell through. Because <laughs> the owners didn't go and do their part in the agreement, and now that that deal, that deal falls through, and now someone else comes in and buys the team. I mean, I just didn't know A Rod had money like that, bro. Me neither. To, keep, but to be honest with you, <laughs> baseball money be crazy. But no, I'm sorry, baseball. I mean, I mean, did we ever know how much KG was like KG and his, you know? Other other you know business partners were buying the or trying to buy the T wolves for. It I believe their offer was uh, just under a billion dollars. <throat> the number I saw was uh, nine eighty seven. That is not confirmed. That's just the number that I saw most frequently. Um, but no, the, really, that's kind of a low ball. I mean. uh, yeah, I, I and was then thinking the actual purchase price that that was they put for was one was one point five. One point five. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking that like. A Rod paid less money and it'd been the biggest fucking. No, that would have been that. That, that would have truly been a slap in the face. But it's... I would have died, bro. Like <laughs> you telling me he paid less? But <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, um, I still even, even even if the price differences, I still think it's a slap in the face because you know the most interesting part about this story though. What's that? That their current star doesn't know who Alex Rodriguez is. Oh, Anthony Edwards, a 19-year-old. He said, I don't know who that is. I, I mean, feel like Anthony Edwards is going to be have a hilarious-ass career. Bro, he's, a, he's got so many like great quotes. Yeah, like, it, yeah like, I feel like he's just... I don't know. His personality is just great and hilarious. I, I mean, like. he's so young, and I give him that benefit, but man, it's like... It's A-Rod, though. It, I mean, like he stopped... A-Rod played his final year. I mean, he technically came back for the 2015-2016 season. So, Anthony Edwards is 19. So he's been 14. I mean, I guess. I mean, I guess, yeah. And if you a hooper, like, you're not really paying attention. Yeah, he's not like watching baseball, yeah. I don't know, he's, actually, he's a football player. He's a football right? player. He loves football more than basketball. Yeah, but, like, okay. I think you and I, we, you know, casual. Like, you know, we hear the baseball names. Mm-hmm. Derek Jeter, A-Rod, you know... Uh, what's his name? Um, Mike Trout. Was super casual. Soriano. I know that dude. You know Soriano, but Fuka not Mike Trout. I know him too. I don't think these are... <laughs> these are uh, what's his name? Chapman. He was a closer for the... Adores Chapman, yeah. yeah. He's one of my favorites. Travel. 
Yeah. <laughs> now I'm actually naming a lot of names that I wanted to. I'm about to say these are not. I feel like a lot of these. Are, I mean, Chapman is probably the biggest name. No, I mean I know him because he was, he was a closer for a lot of teams. It's just not Reds too, right? Yeah. yeah. Reds, the Cubs, the uh, Yankees. It wasn't it uh, something Bumgarner. Adam Bumgarner. He played for the San Fran. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm actually into this this baseball thing than I thought I was. But you don't know who Mike Trout is? Who the fuck is that, man? Shit. That's like the... That's like the LeBron James of baseball. He's more like the Giannis of baseball. There you go. Oh, yeah. I was more... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because the Angels trash in the playoffs, bro. Yeah. But hey. Props for me. Pat on my shoulder. Hey, man. I'm actually proud of you. Hey man, you, you, man, I'm, I'm I'm a veteran. I know everything, especially Bumgarner. Like that. Uh, <laughs> um, Kyrie <laughs> <laughs> Irving and Dennis Schroeder Yo. got a little incident. <laughs> I don't really want to talk then, about um, this. No, they get they get tossed in the game, right? Soft ass ref. Uh, no, okay. It, you saw the clip, right? I saw it was a foul first. Oh, deliver the story. Dennis Schroeder and Kyrie Irving getting a little a little talking scruffle. And, uh, you know, then Shooter said uh, a word, and Kyrie did not like that word. And he been, you know, and then there he was, they were going back and forth. Kyrie was like, you don't know me, and this and that and that. And then the referee, referee said, no, that's enough. That's like 30 seconds of talking. Tossed them both. Double text. Yeah, tossed them both straight out. And the, war, I mean, the Warriors, the Lakers smacked the Nets, even even though they still have KD and James. No, not James. <laughs> Just, K- okay, yeah, just KD at that point. Yeah, but um, yeah. <laughs> but then, <laughs> but did you see what he and did? And then he had DPN the DMP because of personal personal reasons. Personal reasons. But did you see his his Twitter post though? Like after the mm-hmm. uh, you know him him talking about that 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 word will never be a term of endearment and all this stuff. Like, <sighs> I don't know, man. Like, because on then, one end, like I I get what he's like. Trying to say, but like, I, I don't know, bro. Like, it's his ball, like, and and also, like, it makes it, it it's hard for me to be like to side with Kyrie completely. With like, because to me, it looks like Dennis Schroeder's trying to, like, like after the initial like blow up, it looks like to me, Dennis Schroeder's trying to apologize to be like, oh, damn, like, my bad, like, I didn't think you. Took it like that. I, thought yeah, it was just, I, don't, I don't think he, he was like he didn't say like you a, you know, <laughs> yeah, punk, someone, punk ass, you know, whatever. But someone he, must have said, said that. that. <laughs> yeah, so he he said Kyrie Irving said the N word is a derogatory racial slur. It will never be a term of endearment reclaimed, flipped. Never forget its foul and true history. Throw that N word right out the window alongside any of those other racist words used to describe my people. We are not slaves or ends. Someone must have said that <laughs> hearing that in a German accent must have been <laughs> just doesn't sit right with me. <laughs> I mean, that's a fair point. Somebody said damn nigga to me in a German accent. I, <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. What do y'all think? I mean, do y'all think it, I mean, do you agree with, with the point of it? Do you think Kyrie went about it the right way? I mean, what, what are y'all thinking? Um, for me, I mean, Kyrie has every right to say, don't call me whatever word. I mean, if he doesn't want to be called so and so or whatever, don't call him that. Just, I mean, I feel like I feel like he did take it a little bit far because I don't think Dennis Schroeder had any malintent on saying it. He just said like, "Well, my bad, my fault." But 
And I mean, you saw like Kyrie fouled him. Remember that? Yeah, yeah Kyrie was, is the one who committed the foul. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So maybe in that context, it just seems a little bit off. Yeah. So I mean, it, like I said, Kyrie has every right to say, "Don't call me on my name, whatever." If it feels like that's bad for him, he can he can do that. But um, I feel like the word. I mean. I understand that we probably shouldn't say it at all, but it happens in the, in, in the in the black community, and you know we say it and and we use it. For me, if I do use it, I, I try to use it as a friendlier version, and I don't really use it to attack anyone or try to offend anyone. But that's just the way I use it. But um, I try to limit it too, because you know. Just, Growing up, <laughs> situations like this happen. <laughs> Making life well, changes. Uh, what's your thoughts on it? I mean, I just the way it all panned out was just really off to me. Yeah, because at first it was, you know, they always are. They were already scrapping like before. You mm-hmm. know, Dennis Schroeder said anything, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, Kyrie committed the foul, and then you see like Dennis Schroeder took a you know a step back. It was like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I thought it was off. And then the funny, the funny thing about it is, it, why did you eject them both when really Kyrie was the one who yeah, just dragged it out? Walked away from it. You know? Yeah, after like the first initial like contact between those two, and he just kind of just like, I'm, I'm over it. So, what do you think about like you know that the um, whole idea of like the word itself? I mean, I don't think Kyrie is wrong to a degree. I think oh, if I that's how he views that, I think we should respect it and definitely you know. Don't address him as such, but you know, in the black community, I'm. Just, if you move it, man, shit, that's how we roll. That's how you know. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, you know like, what I'm saying? Like, know, it ain't like, you know. I think this is one of those cases where I tell you, like, Kyrie's just a very, like, imposing thinker. Like, he just thinks differently on purpose. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you know, I I always like said like he's a whole weirdo, and this is like just a one, just like like this isn't one thing that makes him weird, but as a collective of all the things he does, this is, you know, it doesn't shock me that it was Kyrie to do this. Yeah, I mean, it's just a it's an it's an odd situation overall. I mean, like being on a court, being around those guys. I mean, like you guys have both said, like you know, if that's something, I can't disagree with how you feel and how you want to be addressed or don't want to be addressed for that matter. If that's how you feel, then okay. And I respect and completely understand that. But I mean, I don't even think it's necessarily a term of endearment. I think there's, there's a a sense of familiarity that is there in the black community with that word. And I mean, I don't know to say that it will never be reclaimed or flipped or anything like that. Like, what are you talking about? Like, (laughs) Have you watched like anything? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, it has very much been been taken and yes, it has a, a negative history. And yes, the N-word is the only word to uh be a racial slur and become this term of familiarity that is shared amongst the people that it was used to bring down, but that is kind of the entire point. Is to take the power away from it and <laughs> I don't know. I you see a lot of this, you know, with women and the B word and, you know, reflipping. Yeah, that. right. There, there are things that people within certain communities talk to their ways that they talk to each other that would not be acceptable if somebody outside of that community was to speak that way. 
you know, I have okay. a, a very close friend listener to show who who is gay and the way that he talks with his friends and other people are not things that we would say or okay. not how we would address people. Same thing with women in the B word, how, you know, ladies may talk to each other and, and say, be this, be that, you know, at brunch or whatever. We <laughs> not a good idea for us to, to follow suit. So. I don't know. It it it, it is a it is our situation seem a bit dragged out by Kyrie. Yeah. Very much. Very, uh, very much. Yeah, uh, the Warriors are trying to pursue Kawhi Leonard. What do you think will happen? Time out, time out. Time, <laughs> and, time, and, 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 time. And this move Talk finalizes. Okay, firstly, let's just let's just address. Okay. Kawhi Leonard has a player option. And if he declines, he will be a free agent in the offseason. Yes. Uh-huh. Secondly, every team is trying to per, like persu- persuade him, right? And although, you know, Golden State looks like an attractive option, any team Kawhi goes to becomes an attractive option. Like, for instance, the game we're watching. If he was on this Portland team, yeah, true. championship contenders already. If he was on his you Boston know, it's team. funny because Portland has always been a win player away from him. I've been saying <laughs> I mean, like, legit the past three years, they have been a win player away and from him. And they're injury prone, too, so that's also playing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, look. As we talk about other types of injury right now. But, you know yeah, saying? I mean, to the Warriors, I mean, how would you make that work money? I mean, because you can't get past some defensively. I mean, it's the same way as KD. It's just more defensive. It's but I mean, Klay Thompson got a lot of money coming. You would have to move Draymond Green. At that well, point. no, no, no. Because everyone who's gotten paid already has been paid. Right, but that money still is mm. there. They still give me. Like, I mean, don't... what if he does a what if he does a, a Kevin Durant two year plus player option? I mean, he could. You see what I'm saying? He doesn't have to leave California if that's just that important for him to be in his home state. Mm. No, but. I mean, it's plausible. You know, it's not like I do see him going to the Heat. He fits the mentality. Just putting out the Heat name. Why would he go to the Heat? Because, all right, he fits the mold. We already got reports that the Heat are not going to give a max contract to Oladipo. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I mean, the money's there. Y'all made questionable decisions. You gave Goran Dragic like $26 million, so I can't trust shit. That's hey, it's on a two-year deal, and we have the money. If we don't, you know, ex- you know, extend all the depot, <laughs> I'm just saying we have the money now. Give him a two-year. We then that makes us favorites in the East. You know, as apart from now, we are the favorites in the East. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all the favorites in the East. I don't know. Do you think Kawhi denies that though? Do you think he turns down his player option? It all depends if they get bounced out in the first two rounds. Yeah. I don't feel like they was waiting to see what's going to happen. <laughs> so, <laughs> other news. Joe Johnson. He hasn't officially retired. He, thinks he wants to come back to the NBA. ISO Joe. Scheduled, he's scheduled a workout, right? Mm-hmm. Bro, I ain't going to lie. His clip of like putting Paul Pierce to his knees is always going to remind <laughs> It's one of the greatest crossovers I've ever seen. <laughs> I don't think, like... They always talk about those crossovers in like the park and like, oh, he made him touch the ground. Like that made really like and at the highest level, you made someone else touch the ground. Like, come on. Man. He felt so slow. Else 
that's the thing. Like he fell so slow to the ground, and like it was like he just lost power. And the battery got drained, bro. God, Paul Pierce taking a lot of L's, man. Well, I mean, he got offered a quarter of dollars to host the cameras. So, hey, now rare W for the truth. That's a dog right there. I'm sorry. Hey, it's gonna be transcend. I promise you that. Yeah. He does it. kicking down doors. Uh, let's get into another segment. What if? Oh, what if? Oh, this is the big what if. Yeah, this is, is, we were talking about this earlier in the chat and uh, earlier in a pregame meeting. Um, We were talking about Shaq, you know, if, uh, how great a center he was, how dominant he is. Most dominant player in NBA. But we also thought about, because it was a tweet that said something about Shaq, if Shaq would have got his money. In Orlando, he would never went to Lakers and won those championships. Yeah, and Penny Hardaway actually addressed it like, yeah. in an interview. So, yeah. We want to talk about the, the thing, the Penny thing. Yeah, so Penny Hardaway was doing an interview with uh, The Athletic, I believe, and um, they they brought up the, the tweet mm-hmm. about, uh, you know, if Shaq had gotten paid. And, you know, they were just talking about a lot of the people that Penny Hardaway's gotten to play with. And... Um, the host asked, you know, hey, what do you think would have happened if Shaq would have stayed? Like, do you think you would have had that same uh, like trajectory as Shaq and Kobe mm-hmm. did? And without the slightest bit of hesitation, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like three feet and all like bro didn't didn't back down from me. He didn't think about it. He, oh, yeah. Mm. Interesting. So, I, uh, so, yeah, so that our question today was, uh, what if Shaq actually stayed in? Orlando, and will he win at least one title? Yeah, he, I, mm. I like your reaction right now, so mm. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna start off with you first. Nope, not even close. What, now, what do you define as not close? Yeah, I don't think he wins this shit. Right? I don't think he's like. So remember, Shaq was drafted in 2000. I mean, sorry, 92. <laughs> 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 he was drafted in 92. And Penny was drafted in 94, 95, I believe. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, so take that consideration for you, Fisher. All right. So, so remember, we were talking about this. They played the Rockets in the finals of 95? 94. Mm, I think it's 94, but I'm double it for you. But go ahead. All right. And they lost. They lost. Was it 4-2, I think? I'm going 4-1. 4-1. All right. But... I don't think him staying longer because look at it this way, right? If the Lakers don't get Shaq, they were going to go out for a big, right? Whoever that may have been, right? It was 95 and it was a 4-0 sweep. Yeah, so yeah, Bro, so yeah I knew fuck? it wasn't it was long, so. <sighs> what the fuck, Shaq? Shit. <laughs> I mean, it was his fault. He had no one else. I mean, Horace Grant was on the team. Yeah, we just wanted to do with Akeem Olajuwon, man. Yeah, but. Like, <laughs> they had no one to, to guard the three from Kenny Smith and company. They had no one to, to guard the post. I mean, Shaq did his best, but not, not to be big shot by no. Robert Ory. I and, think and we he, forget the value of Kobe Bryant in this. What? I, we forget Kobe Bryant's value? Well, well this is about Shaq. I don't know. Uh, it you, is about Shaq, right? I don't right? know how you brought Kobe in. Kobe had nothing to do with this. No, 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 no. <laughs> Them as a tandem. Is way better along with the coaching of Phil Jackson, right? That's what I'm saying, right? Him and Penny were stellar 
but were they great enough? Yes, I they would have become be great final enough. champions. Did, did you? Well, because Shaq would have been you were playing alongside Penny, where his second best player is a point guard, and not looking to score the ball, looking to get him the ball. Yeah, Sha- first. yeah Penny was a, definitely more of a passer. I mean, I don't say he wasn't pass first, but. He was definitely more willing to pass than Kobe was. Sure. He's usually still able to give you 25 a night. He said he can get you probably 25 or 8. Easy. Yeah. I mean, Shaq described it the one time where he was like, you know, it was crazy playing with Penny because it would, the ball, like he would go up for a lob and the ball would just be there. He said like, he's probably one of the best point guards he ever had. Sha- Shaq. I mean, Low key, probably. Like, just pure point guard. was playing two, not with the one, right? He might he be won the that best. championship, right? I don't know. I mean, he might be the best Jason Williams. You're going to put Jason Williams over there. I'm just saying, I'm saying, you know, you know, as someone who's, you know. Why chocolate over Penny Hardaway? I'm just saying he he's won a ring. Right. Putting that out there. Right. But we're right. talking about the player. Penny Hardaway's better than Jason I don't think Shaq wins a ring if he stayed in Orlando at all. I believe differently. Now, I mean, I don't even know, the teammates. Because the, the, we're assuming what T Mac is not going to go there if he stays. Well, so, yeah, because I mean, they wouldn't well, be in position to draft T Mac. Or, so or trade. Well, they traded for him after the tour. So. Go ahead, go ahead. I mean, why wouldn't they be able to get him? Because you think that he came, he did three years in Toronto. He got there in uh, 2001. So yeah, yeah, they they in 2001. So yeah. So if Shaq doesn't go from '92, yeah, they could have made that work because he would be he'd have been on his he'd have been at the tail end of his second contract. So probably a lighter side because more than likely that's you know about the time they started doing like front loading contracts and all mm-hmm. that. So yeah, they would have been able to afford bringing T Mac in, and that T Mac was a dog. Orlando T Mac. <sighs> Never mind. I was about to say Orlando T Mac might be the best <laughs> T Mac. <but. laughs> <laughs> no. Houston Rockets Tracy McGrady was different but yeah no nah, uh, I mean Penny Hardaway <laughs> why, Tracy why are you addressing differently T-Mac was a dog Houston Tracy McGrady <laughs> cause he wasn't he wasn't T-Mac no more he was Tracy McGrady he was a grown man doing grown man shit at the NBA level but I mean that's a that's a hell of a big three Penny Tracy McGrady and Shaq they not getting one but Okay, now now that's a different story. See, I was on the I was on the frame that he Tracy McGrady was not there. Well, I mean, well, go ahead. It was what Aaron was talking about this earlier too, but um, I feel like their best chance if Shaq stays right and they pay him a lot of money, they gotta pay him because he's the best center in, in the league. Um, he would have to stay past the two thousand and the two thousand one season. Because in, in in the 2000 season, the Lakers, no, yeah, the Lakers or Shaq played against the Indiana Pacers, which is probably one of their best teams in history. And in that Pacers team, they had uh, Reggie Miller. They had a pretty good, a pretty good squad. Uh, uh, Chris Mullen, even though he was at the tail end of his career, um, they had Rick Smith. They had uh, Mark Jackson. They had pretty much a lot of a feisty, uh, very very. Go getter players, not like superstar players, but not to mention rookie of the year Mike Miller. Yeah. Oh no, this Pacers. Oh, about Indiana, 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 Indiana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. But um, they so yeah, I felt like two thousand because if you look at the team for two thousand though, from ninety nine and two thousand NBA team, uh, the Magic had they had forty one wins. 
and 41 losses that year. Well, Doc Rivers is Great head coach. There's a young Doc Rivers. Young very Doc. young. This is pre-horse voice Doc. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um, he had a fucking... So, on, on that 99-2000 team, they had a pretty a young Ben Wallace. They had a... Ron Mercer, he was pretty good. Very young. Uh, rookie, uh, Corey Maggetti. They had a very, very young squad. And they was able to get 41 wins. With that, the oldest player on the team was eight, what was, uh, eight men, eight years in the league was Chris Gatlin. And he barely played. He was the oldest player on the team. Was, oh, and he only had eight years experience. And then we had 41 wins. You tell me Shaq and Penny. Just those two. Never talk about Team Mac. But those those two alone, they add about fifteen wins. I mean, they might have been able to get there in ninety nine too, though, with that uh, over that Knicks team. Yeah. So I mean, you can argue those three at three years. That three year span. If Shaq stays there that long, there's a chance they at least get to, get the, get finals. to the finals. Now, do like, they beat that Spurs team? Probably not. Do they beat that? You know, like the Lakers don't make it to the finals in two thousand if they don't have Shaq. That's true. That's what I'm saying. I. I would like to see if we could like the possibility of who would they pick up. But, the it ma- but think about it. The, sh- the Shaq played a big difference. Yeah, yeah. Would, a huge would, difference. Cause, cause, yeah, the trouble. Cause, yeah, because yeah. it was a, uh, I got to what What'd you say? What'd you say, man? Oh, my oh, God. So we, were, so we were talking about. <laughs> no, but he was saying that. Um, that 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 Lakers team doesn't get back, and you got to remember that that 2000 uh, Western Conference Finals was seven games. Yeah, it was, and that yeah, was, it was with Portland. Shaq. So yeah. they would have went with Portland seven games with no Shaq. They're not. If they get there, they're not taking Portland to seven. And so Portland's coming back out. Like you I don't think they be, get out the uh, first round because they play against the Kings, and Kings had a really good squad. Right. So you're telling me that they don't have a chance against Portland with like. Shaq, yeah, like, I, yeah, I think it'd be Portland versus uh, the Mag- Magic with uh, Shaq and Penny. And they, if you can go to the 2000 2001 season, this is where Allen Iverson went to the finals. And, and obviously, only he only was able to win one game, <laughs> but it was a, a tremendous game after at that. But, it was uh, a great game, too. <laughs> it was the only game they won. But yeah. think about it. <laughs> I mean, he had no. He had an old ass Matumbo. He had. Did he drop like fifty in that game too? He just dropped. But he 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 dropped Ty Lue. I knew, I knew that for sure. <laughs> Stepped over. Uh, um, he was. Uh, Al he was great that year. So, um, the two thousand two thousand one Magic. Now this is probably be the best one of the best rosters because they have. So without. Shaq and uh, Penny, they went 43 and 39, which is two games better. It's not that much, but they had their Armstrong, who was a pretty good uh, point guard, solid point guard. They had uh, Grant Hill. They just they acquired uh, Grant Hill. They got Trace McGrady through a, a trade. They got Mike Miller, a, a rookie out of uh, Florida. Young Mike Miller, you know. Sniper. <laughs> Young sniper. Um, uh, pretty much a lot of good. Uh, they had Monty Williams too. Monty Williams was a pretty good, solid role player in uh when he played, and they got forty three wins without Shaq and Penny. 
So yeah, you add another add another two? fifteen to that. Oh, Shaq and Penny get another fifteen wins. Hey, I'm just saying they not piece. winning a ship. Why they not? They? they not. They'll make a finals appearance here. In the if day. you have to, you have to remember you're taking Shaq away from the Lakers. As Lakers well. are non-existent without Shaq. Yeah, not, not but non-existent, I'm, but they're not. That's but a I'm also thing. saying they would have replaced the idea of, of Shaq but with someone there's else. There's no replacing the idea of Shaq. The closest thing that we saw to Shaq came to Orlando years later in Dwight Howard. The Lakers ain't getting him. And even he is not Shaq. Shaq is the most dominant player who has ever laced him up and stepped on the basketball court. I do agree with that, but so you can't replace that. I, I gotta or see. I gotta see that. who were the centers up in that time that was remotely putting up. Not so. niggas like Shaq. Yeah, <laughs> the, the Magic went to the playoffs that year. They lost to the Bucks three to one. Listen, man, I'm telling you right now on this Bucks team, who they have? Uh, they had George Carl as coach, Ray Allen, Rayford Austin. They have Sam Cassell, uh, Jerome Kersey. Damn, I forgot about you. Joel Prisbilla, Michael Red, oof, a high state sniper. <laughs> uh, Tim Thomas. People don't talk about Tim Thomas enough, man. They don't. Tim man. Thomas is a dog. <laughs> uh, and had Glenn Robinson too. Uh, so the Glenn Robinson's that obviously. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um. <laughs> Shaq and Penny not beating the, the Milwaukee Bucks. It's hey. as Shaq and as Shaq and Penny to that team I just the roster I just gave you with young uh, Mike Miller, Tracy McGrady, and Grant Hill. You ain't even know that many of that niggas. <laughs> you ain't even know that. Hey many of them. man, all I'm saying there's a certain you know power that comes with wearing the you know yellow and gold, man. Purple and gold, my bad. I said yellow and gold. Purple man, and gold. Just said <laughs> yellow and gold. <laughs> There's, There's a certain the power, man, with that purple and gold on, man. Yeah, but he was coming to a team. Shaq was the first star on a relatively new team at that point. Orlando was, a, what, a three or five years old at that point? Orlando came around in the 80s. No, Shaq. no, they came in uh, uh, 89. 90, so yeah. a three-year-old team. Yeah. And they, like, made it known that he was their guy going forward. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Oh, also, the Bucks went... All into the East Finals. That Bucks, that just the roster just gave you, and they lost to Philadelphia in seven. Bro, so you telling me they don't beat the Bucks team and they don't they go to the finals? Can that I just mention how much that that seventy six team? How much AI was carrying them? I mean, AI was averaging thirty six. Right, his second best player was old ass Matumbo, averaging seventeen. He was averaging thirty two. No, uh, in, in the playoffs or in the, uh, in the finals? Oh, okay, yeah. finals. in the finals. Like McKim oh. Mutumbo was averaging seventeen and Eric Snow was averaging thirteen. After that, it's eight, six, two, and three. So I mean points per game. I mean I you know LeBron was carrying the Cavs, but But I mean, damn, cause I mean, come on, thirty six points to seventeen and Mutumbo at this point is what like he's he, this is this is old ass Mutumbo. This is not <laughs> this is ain't uh no, 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 Matumbo. <laughs> this, this ain't damn Matumbo. This is this. This ain't this is after Houston or before Houston. This this is after. After, yeah, it was way after Houston. Yeah, so come on now. Yeah, man. So I don't know. I think they get one and they sneak one in there. 
I think they get one. I think that's it. Yeah, a three peat. I think they get. No. I think they get. I think they get an, an two more appearances and one championship. I, I think agree. all one would be because the Lakers and Shaq gets his Finals MVP. Yeah, and then Lakers because <laughs> Lakers don't play, it won't get to the finals. Man, I just I don't because they swept the Spurs with Shaq. They swept the they swept everybody. Yeah, that was that was the sixteen and one team. Oh yeah, they swept. The, oh yeah. <laughs> Come on now. I don't, I don't I don't know about that. As much as I you know, I, I'm still gonna say they, they make a few finals appearance but don't win it. They wouldn't want man. They wouldn't want, bro. One out of three chances, I'm taking one out of three chances. I'm 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 Shaq and Penny get one in there, man. They're getting one. They're not getting three or four like he said. He, he yeah. drunk as hell. He <laughs> drunk for thinking they had three peat. Yeah. But that's not happening. He he getting one championship. That's what it that's a tough one. Yeah. That's a tough one, actually. I had heard thinking about this. Yeah, I mean, we gotta we gotta get we gotta dig deep for that one. Yeah, but, we did we did dig deep. But now. I'm telling you, I, I think they get one though. So they getting one, man. Uh, our producers are telling us again. We're having a second commercial break. Uh, we're right back after these messages. Welcome back to the show. Whoa, whoa. Midway. <laughs> 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 this man. Midway through hour two. Um, we want to thank you for, for hanging out with us. I get shot. Um, through it all. But Don't I celebrate mean, Marcus Smart right here. He's a what? Don't celebrate oh. Marcus Smart right here. <laughs> Why you don't like Marcus Smart? No, Marcus Smart. He cool, bro. He cool. Yeah, man. I just ain't damn, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's your Blake Griffin, bro. <laughs> <Marcus Smart. laughs> But I'll leave you and take it into our next segment. Well, our next segment is going to be E's new segment called Random Questions. Random Questions. By E. All right. <laughs> so, uh, debut. Let's go. Debut. So I'm it's a big keep, moment, man. I'm going through all these questions. I'm going to ask y'all. I'm going to ask y'all. All right. And I want your, your initial take right off the dome. It's right off the dome. So, it's, quick, it's like quick fire. It's quick, you know, pretty much. It. Pretty much. Okay. You know, but it's, it's a little difficult. All right. Okay. Where does Manu Ginobili rank in the in the all times of shooting guards? All time shooting guard list? Yes. Uh, Probably got like top twenty five. Top twenty five. Probably top twenty. And when y'all say this, y'all saying it's like the twenty and the twenty fifth person. I would say he's probably twenty. If if I would say he's between twenty five and twenty one. There's no way he's in that above. group. In that group, I would say at his peak eighteen, but I don't think he's above that. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, between 21 and 25. That's for me. I, I'd like to revisit the top 10 shooting guards of all time when we make this list. Just so I'd I like to know where you where your guys is. I can assure at. you Ginobili's not going to be on our top 10. <laughs> top 10? No, he's not going to be on our top 10. I don't care how many championships he, he wins. He's not top 25. Yeah, no. right, Top 10, right. I mean. I'm sorry. Couldn't do it. All right. Eric Sp- Oh, not Eric Sparkle. Is it Greg Popovich or Phil Jackson? Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> that is tough. I, I I'm going to go Pop. Pop's been able to win in different eras of basketball. Yeah, I'm going to go Pop for that reason. And only because if Phil Jackson, you got to have certain players to fit that offensive scheme. <laughs> so, like, he, I don't know he had Jordan. I know he had Kobe. But those players have worked out for him because he had always had a great big. It's so true. like, or you know, what I'm saying a great wing player. So like, it's if you true. don't have that, 
Phil Jackson's system, a triangle, wouldn't really work. And we've seen that. We've seen people try to emulate the triangle in modern day NBA. And they tried to end up Knicks, and that failed miserably. <laughs> Maybe because the Knicks is just cursed, but. That is also a part of it, is that yeah, the Knicks are bad. But I, I feel like Pop his has a well rounded system, and it's just the Spurs were. And he's been, he been in the playoffs 20 straight years before the streak ended a couple years ago. Like, and that was just from a, sh- and they were close. And that was just from a sheer just lack of talent. Yeah. That team sucked. Yeah, that that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he couldn't do nothing about that. That wasn't his fault. But yeah, you can be a great coach as long as look the people that's going out there putting the ball in the hoop are trying to it matters. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I'm going to pop. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say pop. All right, all right. Once the LeBron James era ends, who is the next guy? That's a sad thing to think about. Yeah,いつかもしれないですけど、そういうのがあるんですけど、そういうのがあるんですけど、そういうのがあるんですけど、そういうのがあるんですけど、そういうのがあるんですけど、そういうのがあるんですけど、そういうのがあるんですけど、
not the first, but the biggest and certainly the best to break that mold. Um, he played every position. On every right. Game. He played every position on the court. Obviously, the championships matter. And the fact that he came into the league a winner. I mean, the man came in his rookie year and was a significant part, if if not one of the best players on a championship team. He played center in the NBA final. Like, and then came the next year and said, I want to play point guard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, revolutionizing the game. And I, I truly... Like, you know, and I mean, I, I love Kobe. I love everything about his game. Um, Magic fourth for me, though. He's, he's, yeah. You said fourth? Yeah, so. Oh, well, third. Okay. Yeah. Be like Kobe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but not that. I, I, I probably put Kobe fourth. So, we just got flipped. You know. Yeah, we got flipped. Uh, there's nothing wrong about that. I mean, nothing wrong, nothing wrong. I really. Who uh, did you put there? I mean, number three, that was a tough one, but I mean, I was going to roll with Magic. <laughs> okay. My bad. We love Kobe. I'm just saying. Uh, I, I mean, I thought you was going to say some silly shit like D-Wade or something. <laughs> I mean, yo, I, I love D-Wade and like... D-Wade's the third... third best shooting guard. Yeah, third or fourth best shooting guard in the NBA. No, no, no. Don't disrespect. He's third. He is third. Solidified. Um, you talking fourth. Like, who the fuck's above him? I mean, I could potentially say CAI, but I mean, D-Wade got, got the rings and all that. And too, he's so. the best defensive right shooting guard ever. He do, he do best got, defensive shooting guard. He do oh, got the blocks okay. to prove it. Most oh, blocks yeah, by yeah. shooting guard in the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, you know, I mean, that was a good, that was a good, you know. That was a good little uh, hey, debut, man. Uh, way, to, way to not flop on your, on your new segment, dog. <laughs> hey, man, hey. Now we got another new segment. Back to back new segments. Jesus, man. What are um, we doing today? It's called uh, Most Underrated. Most Underrated. Most Underrated. Basically, basically what it sounds like. We take a, a a position in either NFL, football, soccer, and we say who's the most underrated player or at the position or in this entire league. Um, Most underrated player right now in the NBA. I'm going to have to go, and it's only because I've only been seeing this recently. I'm going to go with Enos Cantor, bro. Enos Cantor. That's not a horrible. That's not a horrible. Actually, I, mean, I think that's a really answer. solid pick. I think because like his plus minus has always been really good. I think he's like six right now. Right, and he just came off of a thirty rebound game. He did. <laughs> he did. I honestly believe though, like some of these players, like Ennis Kanter, he would have made millions in the nineties. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, in the early two thousands. I'll say, I'll say that two thousands, early two thousands. He would have made millions, bro. Yeah, because he's look, he's not worth a shit defensively. No. We understand oh, that. Oh my god! But I mean, he has always like for the last, I think five or six years, he's been top three in offensive rebounds. He's managed to keep himself no lower than top fifteen in total rebounds. And I mean, he's norm. He's a, I think a career fourteen point per game scorer. So getting extra possessions, and he's able to put the ball in, in the in the bucket. Like, can he guard an elite center? No, but I mean. For all that, and he's he's I think the best example of a backup big. Mm. No, he might have been starting though. He might have been, he might he would have made meals in, in Oh man. man, yeah, he would have been he'd have been a guy in that. Yeah, and yeah. in, in two thousand <laughs> he would he would have been man because they still had that lost post situation. Yeah, man, and, just feed the post and let everything else. Yeah, come so from yeah, yeah, he would have made a lot of money for sure. Damn, yeah, he would have got a bag, bro. Hey, but uh, that was my shot. Uh, uh, Aaron, go ahead. Uh, so for me, my most underrated NBA player is actually Terry Rozier. 
Oh, okay. That's um, a good one. That's a really good one. Yeah, you know, so obviously we know about his his big run in Boston. Um, but since he's gone to a smaller market team, he's kind of been swept under a little bit, especially with, you know, more of the story being around LaMelo. Um, Terry Rozier is actually their second leading scorer on the team. Behind? Gordon Hayward. Oh, okay. Yeah, Not Gordon, a shocker. Gordon Hayward's actually, hey, look, when you pay somebody that much money, you're going <laughs> to you're gonna let him take the majority of the shots. He's actually been doing it pretty well. Um, but the Hornets are in playoff contention right now. They're the sixth seed right behind the Heat. Um, you know, I mean, Terry Rozier is putting together a career year in terms of efficiency. His points are not as high, uh, but they're close. So his career high is 22.4. He's uh, scoring at 20.2, um, but he's doing at a career high efficiency. So I will absolutely take two less points for a eight and a half percentage difference <laughs> in your shooting. Um, it's been his best free throw shooting year. I mean, Terry Rozier has just been able to put it all together. Plus, he just dunking on everybody, it seemed like, this year. Bruh. Like, he's been catching by Him and Miles Bridges have been catching bodies all year. And P.J. Washington. Shout out, you know, baby on the way. But P.J. Washington. <laughs> Ever since that news came out, P.J. Washington has been insane, bro. Right? So, yeah. So, that's my, that is my NBA most underrated player. My NBA player. Uh, most underrated player would be Seth Curry. Really? That's a hmm. yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not a, it's not a great, you know. But it's listen, a, listen, listen, wouldn't listen. have thought of that. Yeah, right. <laughs> wouldn't have been my choice. But hey, go ahead, listen, tell, listen, explain listen, to convince. I know it's an unconventional name out there, and we all know he's not like his brother. You know, brother three time champ. You know, he's more efficient than the brother. Yeah, yeah. That's why I want to bring him up. No one, I'm like. I understand he doesn't get the numbers, he doesn't get the, the stats, the the highlight plays like his brother gets all the time. Even his dad got more highlight plays. Yes. <laughs> but Seth Curry has been very, very efficient since he's been in the league. Well, since he got settled into the league. Yeah. <laughs> he's started coming around. His runs in Cleveland were yeah, not. Yeah, he had 10 day contracts all over the places. But uh, he got money, though. He got paid. Uh, this, is probably one of, this year, he's probably one of his best efficient years. He has ever played. Okay, talk to him. Uh, at the beginning of the season, no one knows this. Knows this, but he was averaging like a hundred percent from the field, from the free throw line, and he was he was on pace to do a 50-50-100 club. Be the only player to ever do Damn. that in NBA history. Imagine. And then you know he had a slump. Brad just walked out. Like after I got played enough games for it to actually qualify, <laughs> I've been like, I'm done to the playoffs. He was on pace on 50-50-100. He would have been the only player in NBA history to ever have that. But right now, he still has a chance to make the 50-40-90 club, which is still, still a very exclusive club. Only like nine players, 11 altogether because you got two or three WNBA players that's, that done it. But uh, so yeah, right now, he's averaging uh, just under 90% from the free throw line, 89.5. Uh, he's averaging uh forty percent from forty one percent from the three point line, and he's averaging forty five. Oh, that's five percent is a big chunk, but forty five percent from the field. So I mean, if he gets get some nice shots, you can yeah, I mean, just make the fifty forty club, fifty think, forty ninety club. <laughs> and you think with the amount of shots that he's sharing between Embiid, Simmons, Tobias Harris, mm-hmm. I mean, he's their fourth option on a good day. <laughs> on a good day, yeah. You know I mean, so to be yeah, shooting he actually at, is a fourth option, yeah. Right, so to be a shooting that efficiently, I mean, that's quite impressive. He's a fifth leading scorer, but Shake Shake Milton has thirteen, but he hasn't been playing a lot though. 
Yeah, they've been getting up there, man. They've been playing Tyrese Maxey a little bit too. Yeah, so so, so Seth is the as as he's averaging twelve a game. Still not bad. That efficiently. Yeah, I take it. So yeah, that was my underrated player. And last but not least of the segment of the show, uh, the Twitter story of the day. Aaron, talk to me, man. Presented by Mr. Aaron Alexander. Go ahead and uh, tell the crew what's your your (laughs) hilarious Twitter story of the day. (laughs) I got a great one, guys. Uh. So over the weekend, um, you know, Usher, we're familiar with Usher Raymond. Usher Raymond, yes. you know, there goes my baby. These are my, my confession. You don't have to call, you know, my boo. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that guy. That guy, I got you. That guy right there. He went to a uh, an an adult ballet. <laughs> 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 And um, he spent, you know, roughly with the with the uh, dancers um, thought was about twenty to twenty five thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> However, <laughs> upon uh, once the end of the night came and um, upon further inspection, they realized that the money that he threw, they were not hundreds, in fact. What? What, 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 what do you what, mean what, they were hundreds? They were not hundreds. They were usher bucks. <laughs> <laughs> they were hundred dollar bills with usher's face printed on them. And he went into stop the cap. <laughs> Aaron, I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have money with your face on it? Oh man! But them strippers was pissed, bro. Imagine like because it's a, so you know it's a it's a pretty competitive thing from what I understand. Like they like when big names like you know when Lou Williams come into the club, these strippers are <laughs> like f- Pepper Lou. They are like fighting to get on stage. And they're fighting to get on stage. And so you you think, you know, you in the back getting ready and you get the big alarm that they got a celebrity in the building and you hear it's Usher. You know, Usher got money. Usher been famous since the late 90s. You see? You know, I don't. What was his last big song? I mean, like. Uh, I mean, Climax, like, I think. Nah, Climax was a Climax was a banger. One. Yeah, I'll see. I remember. I mean, I don't mind. Was pretty. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind. Was a little. The only reason was, uh, I was like, man, was there goes my. Was there goes my. There no. goes my baby. Jeez, was that <laughs> was that after? No, nah, no, nah, that was way. No, nah, that, that was before. That was before. But yeah, so you know, you I should been famous a long time. So he done made himself a lot of money. Didn't he have that one song with uh with Will I Am? Which one? You, you know the one song Will I Am? It was like ah, I gotta look this shit up, buddy. That's just like that's so, like so. Well, you gotta be petty and so bro, so cheap to. <laughs> first of all, you printed the money, so you already. Spent Omg! Money. Oh, oh right, 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 yeah, yeah. Oh my god! That's, oh. that's what the girls are saying when they say the money. Well, oh man! But he ain't had no confessions to throw. This guy, that he should let the bitches burn, bro. 
<laughs> Bruh, I... You think he was throwing them nice and slow? <laughs> <laughs> I really think about it. Like, what? So, so, from what I know and what I've understood about strippers, right? Right. They definitely was caught up. Yeah, yeah. So, so, some, so, so usually, right, right, right. You know, when strippers are on a slow night, right? Right. And they see, like, a big group come in. They tag team and split the profits. Right, right. You know, and they get that better to show, better than the profits. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Who the fuck want to split a 50 50 with Usher Bucks? Usher Bucks. Bruh. Man, when they called him there, he was like, You don't have to call. Because he got <laughs> caught up. <laughs> you know, because, like, most of, like, a lot of you, like, like some, I won't say a lot. A majority of the songs are like, to the females or you know and the strippers you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. it, it, like if T-Pain threw like you know my, what would T-Pain money be called like like fuck it'd be like uh, shit I don't know Usher Bucks is fucking hilarious Usher Bucks is great he did not want to make love in that club bro he just you <laughs> see what I'm saying like do you know how many like Fucking like puns you get off this dude because of the shit. Mean, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that wasn't his move. <laughs> I mean, that was just so much. Twenty five thousand dollars of fake bills. I mean, at that point, you basically moving mountains to get out. <laughs> like, who did you that have to? Mm. Usher, bro, man. What do you like? What do you do it, bro? Like, did you think did like because he had left, right? Like he left before the money was found out to be Usher bucks. Like, did you think they just wasn't gonna look at it? <laughs> like, why would you bring money with your face on it? <laughs> you know, evidence all over the club, bro. Like, imagine going to the bank and you just peep. Like, that's not even getting caught in four K, bro. Like, that's that's like. I'll eight. <laughs> no, like really think about it. Like you're, like you said, you're dancing. You know, you you get a big ass trash bag because that's where they usually carry the money. Yeah, yet. and they sweep it all yeah, out. So you know, you have like, oh, I got this big ass money from the usher and shit. Like and then you look, you count your money. And you're just like, this nigga did not just <laughs> dupe me like this. Like he, you pay me twenty five k and fake money. It might have been Monopoly money at this point, bro. I mean, basically. I mean, the DJ not going to have them falling in love again. You <laughs> <laughs> know what I'm saying? Like, who the climax of this plot is crazy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy, man. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they want to trade places with the uh, Usher. Right? <laughs> So imagine like the credibility he has to go in now. It's like like people know Usher's like, like what the fuck <laughs> are you doing here? What the fuck are you doing? People know, man. You got real money. Well, you can't go back to that strip club no more. Like, like oh, in that area, actually, you can't go back to that area. You see what I'm saying? Because they gotta have his warrant. Like he's the probably wanted, like a well known yeah, name. Yeah, the one that uh, added on him. Yeah, I mean they gonna know just from his body language. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> he, he gotta destroy those bad habits, right? Yeah. <laughs> the bad habits in all those papers. I mean, you gotta, you gotta get he thought he was a superstar. Yeah, so. yeah, man, you might have thought he was giving it out to the same girl. 
I got. I was trying to my hardest how to put that together. I was. I can't believe I let that one slip my mind. That was great. That. Oh my goodness! But yeah, man, Usher, you gotta do better, bro. Oh Shout out to you, Usher Raymond. I'm gonna dress you as Usher Raymond because yeah, I'm pretty I, sure them lawyers are gonna address you. <laughs> You've lost credibility and gained your last name. That's that's uh-huh. how this is going now. You are now Usher Raymond tonight and forever. <laughs> like he's been taking L's because he had, he had like herpes a while ago or something. Oh, oh my God, about that shit. That new flame. <laughs> <laughs> Messing with the wrong little freak. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh my god! Oh my god. god! I think at that point, I think we've gotten through most of this. Song. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. We even got features. I mean, oh my god, yo. That yeah, man, ain't no more. I got nothing. Yeah, so I, got, I got no more. Unless it's uh, you singing ABCs and stuff. But I like this shit. <laughs> We are hilarious. We're fucking comedians. We need to change this from a sports show to a comedian show. That's what that was. <laughs> that was great. We we'll probably gonna make it at that point, yeah. But uh, our producers are telling me it is time to end the show. It was a great, great, great episode. show. Very strong yeah. ending to the show. Oh yeah, um, the, 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 the usher word play was phenomenal. Chef's kiss. That well, was. I mean, we had we had some bangers there, you know. <laughs> no misses. Was, you know, we got some small hits. Then we got some. Then we got some. We got some home runs, you know. Yeah, yeah, it, was fucking, it was fucking. Couple yeah. singles, a lot of home runs out yeah. there. Man. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, so, Eric, go ahead and take us out. So that has been another episode of the Running Back Podcast. So I want to thank you for joining us for another episode. We will catch you all later on in the week. All right, everyone. Peace. Peace.